Today on Calm Talk, we're talking about how so many YouTubers are leaving the space and what causes burnout and how to avoid it. Hello and welcome to Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the show from devoted geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I'm Celeste and with me is... Dallas. Today, we're talking about some things that are happening in the YouTube space. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about this personally, we've talked about it with other people, mm -hmm. and we decided that this is a topic that we needed to address. Yeah. Because you don't have to be on YouTube to get burnout. Exactly. You don't have to to be a content creator. <laughs> um, so we we got some tips and tricks from our, our resident LPCS, Damara. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we do need to get some premise about what's going on yeah. while we're doing this. Um, this past week, uh, famed YouTuber Matt Pat, who's been mm -hmm. on the channel up on for like on YouTube for like 13 years now. Yeah, he was one of the inspirations for Geek Devotions. Yeah, but he retired. Yeah, and it took everybody by surprise. They were shocked by it. They're like, "What is happening here?" Matt Pat, uh, a staple, you mm -hmm. know, and apparently a lot of other YouTubers are dipping out. He wasn't it the first either. I don't. We don't follow a lot of the other ones who mm -hmm. have have done it, but they are are ones who are major players in the YouTube scene. Exactly, and so um, listening to Matt's conversation as to reasons why he mm -hmm. he's backing out, and we're not we're not uh, how do I say this? What he's done is healthy. Yes, and we are very we proud. We support absolutely what he's done. We we're not here to bash him. We're not here to say he shouldn't have done it. Right. He knows his life and his family best. Exactly. And we want to say, Matt, if you watch this, uh, we are so proud of you for choosing to take care of your family and yourself and, uh, and doing what you're doing. Uh, because the reality is, um, content creation is difficult. Yeah. Um, be, doing what you and I do, doing what he, on the level he does. Oh my gosh. It's, it's hardcore. And, uh, there's been a lot of conversations about it. You guys will probably see articles. I, know, I saw Love Thy Nerd just dropped an article talking about it this morning. Um, but again, it's, it's a lot, yeah. uh, especially when, uh, in the spaces that he is, when you go from, it's a hobby yeah. to it's a, you know, I'm just doing this for fun to like my paycheck depends on it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is that you are doing that you enjoy that you do it for a paycheck. It takes on a different thing when you start taking a paycheck. When it when your family support it, when your family's ability to pay your bills exactly. relies on it, it it becomes something different. Exactly. Like so, like with Geek Devotions, like we're our plan is to go full time with this mm -hmm. eventually if we can and and do certain things. But like like for me, just as a I am a content creator by profession. Yeah. Uh, I just do it for a church. And, uh, <laughs> like I'm one part youth pastor, one part content creator media. And for me, like, I love doing art. Mm -hmm. I love doing podcasts, I love making videos, but there is a level of like, I, I feel anxiety. Mm -hmm. I feel frustrated. I feel, I don't feel like myself is good enough because it, my, my check is tied to it. Yeah. At any given time, my, my boss, my lead pastor can come in and go, Hey, um, I appreciate what you've done, but you're done. Yeah. And that's kind of terrifying at times can um, be now for for the record our pastor would not just like boot us no, out no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good relationship with him we're not in yeah in, we're not worried about it but, not worried about this but it is something in the back of my mind going man am i am i good enough if, if is what i'm creating good enough for the church for scott to for me to continue to paycheck to support us as a family mm -hmm. 
And like you had talked, I was frustrated with a project I've been working on lately. And you had said, you know, I don't think you've, ne- you've never known me to really be happy with anything I've created. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. It's because for so long, cr- being creative has been tied to what I do. Mm. And I want it to be good. Yeah. My desire is to, for it to be the best that it possibly can because I want to, A, be glorifying of God. Right. But also because I don't want to let people down. Like what I create has a purpose and mm-hmm. I don't want people down. My pastor, again, it's not just that he's my boss, but I look up to Scott. I don't want to let him down with what I do for him. Right. I don't want to let the church down. And what I, and nobody in the church cares. They don't. <laughs> they don't care. Well, because, and you have to keep in mind that, and this is something else that goes into when you are a content creator, mm-hmm. that you see things they don't. Yeah. You and I can see things wrong with a graphic Mm -hmm. that no one else notices Mm -hmm. unless they are trained to see it. Um, I was helping train one of the young ladies that's coming onto the media team to run the booth. And she, she had been going through a process where she kind of be in the booth for a little bit and then she'd go sit with her mom and then she'd come and learn something else. And then she'd go sit with her mom, right? Like through several services. Exactly. And she told me, because I asked her something. I was like, do you know how to do this? Have you learned this? Because I hadn't trained her the, the week before. And she goes, no, but I do notice now when the lights change. <laughs> Didn't ever notice it before, but now I do. Now you're in it. So it's, exactly. a, it's a thing. Yeah. So uh, this is an important conversation for us mentally, but also for yeah. everybody. Like Celeste said at the top of the show, everyone can go through burnout. Yeah. Everyone. I don't care what it is. And um, shout out to Demera. Yes. My amazing sister, uh, who is a licensed professional counselor. I want to make sure that's understood. What we're giving you guys, what we read, we're going to read some stuff that she gave us. Yeah. That's the actual licensed professional counselor stuff. We're going to comment on it. We're yeah. not professionals. No, um, not at all. But um, what, and I'll, what I'm going to do, Okay. I'm going to take what Damara's given us, and on the website version of this podcast, list it out. We'll be listed out okay. all this stuff for you guys to, to check out. And if you're listening, if you're like, you, got, you download this off of YouTube or off the podcast feed. Um, there will be a link because this is some really important stuff. And so we're going to break it up in two sections. We're going to have a uh, conversation about signs of burnout or mm-hmm. brownout, actually. Yeah, and because there's apparently there's a stage before burnout. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about some key things for mental health, mm-hmm. staying healthy, stuff like that. So well, let's jump into it, Celeste, before the ice storm kicks in here in Shreveport. <laughs> we're on a time crunch. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so... It, the email says burnout doesn't happen, just happen. It does happen, but burnout doesn't just happen. It doesn't just mysteriously appear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually signs to know that you're struggling. And the first stage in the beginning is you're taking on more. Mm. You're skipping your lunches. You're staying at lunch. Uh, and these things can happen on occasion, mm-hmm. but if you're doing it consistently, it adds up. Yeah. Um, and it says we don't know how we have a problem because we typically love what we are doing, but this shows that you're starting to have a personal imbalance. And I think that that, that statement, it starts to show you're having a personal imbalance is important Yeah. because if you can go, you know, this has been a little out of whack. Mm -hmm. If someone goes, you know, you've been, you've been doing this a little bit too much. You need to take a break. Mm -hmm. Then you can circumvent all the rest of it Mm -hmm. just by reprioritizing things. I know that I, I've been guilty of this. Like, yeah, there have been several have. times where so I've, I. <laughs> I've come in and I've worked straight through. Like, I come to the office and I immediately, 
um, hit the computer and start working on graphics or video or something like that because mm-hmm. I want to get it done in a timely manner. And I, and sometimes there's a crunch. So I feel like I need to get done. Yeah. And I've I've worked through lunch. I've been work. I've been eating. I'm right. Not skipping food. I I am well fed. But <laughs> <laughs> but I know that that and that's the thing is like and I, there's been times where I'm like I need to stop. Yeah. Well, and like I for a while worked a job where if work was there to be done, mm-hmm. I was not allowed to go take a lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a failure of communication. It wasn't supposed to be that way, but it's what happened for right. a good two years. Yeah. And so I would do work, go take a few bites, do work, mm-hmm. go take a few bites. And it, it wears on you. I could tell the days that you had to do that because you were exhausted more. Yeah. A little snippier. I'm sorry. You, you never got onto me, obviously, but I'm I mean, sorry. it's okay. <laughs> But you were, and it's just, you can tell when it happens with you. So you can also tell when it happens to other people. So, yeah. I mean, keep an eye on yourself, but obviously keep an eye on somebody else. Word. Okay, so the stage two is onset of stress. You feel overworked, overwhelmed, but carrying on and putting up what with what is going on around you. In this stage, you will actually find you don't sleep through the night. Mm. And when you hit a weekend... Or your time off, you find sleep hard and you find you sleep hard and longer. Mm. I can relate to that mm-hmm. specifically because when I was in college, um, out of when I was out of state college, mm-hmm. I did not sleep mm. through the week. Yeah, yeah. I stayed up, I did my homework, right? I read, I did all the things that I needed to do, and then on Saturday I slept until dinner. Right. And then Sunday I went to church mm. and slept until the next day. Right. Like, and part of that was a, I did not have a good support system because mm-hmm. I had moved out of my support system. Mm-hmm. And once I built a support system, some of that, that changed. Um, we've had my friend Tim on the yeah. podcast before. He would come and fuss at me <laughs> if I hadn't eaten. He would call me and be like, hey, I didn't see you at lunch. Right. And be like, I'm asleep, Tim. And he's like, I have food. I'm coming. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, for feeding my wife when she wasn't my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can I I can identify seasons I've been in this. Yeah, you know where I just I was stressed out. I was trying to get stuff done. I was doing videos. I was doing art. I was taking care of other things. There were other aspects in life outside of the church that were were affecting me, personal stuff. And I know there have been times where I just didn't sleep. One time in particular that I can think of when mm-hmm. you specifically went through this mm-hmm. was 2020. Oh, yeah. When everything shut down, you just went. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in the background going, thankfully, I was furloughed because mm-hmm. I was able to go, I'm taking care of this. I'm taking care of that. It like, was, I can't tell you how much of a relief it was for me that you stepped in, even just for a few weeks, just do the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, you still had to call me and ask questions. I don't understand this. And that yeah. was fine. But that was a huge relief during well, that time frame. And just not even stuff with geek devotions, but stuff at the house. Because mm-hmm. we generally split the responsibilities of the house. You do the dishes, I do the dishes, we take turns cooking, we both do laundry, we both fold, some of us better than others, I'm mm-hmm. not one of those. <laughs> Calling myself out, not you. Um, <laughs> making that clear. <laughs> but just because I wasn't working, I was able to do more stuff right so like you when you got home you there was no laundry to be done yeah. there wasn't any of that because i had it under control right so it it was a blessing and a benefit that we 
that it happened like that, that when things picked up for you, mm-hmm. I suddenly had all this extra time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, <laughs> just because we got it, it's in the show. Uh, you make sure you're close to the mic. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to the stage uh, three, yeah. which is called chronic stress. Okay, it says feeling unwell, masking feelings, not coping, exhausted, and joyless. This mm. can be also be described as brownout, a step prior to actual burnout. Mm. But this stage, is al- it almost feels like you have a cold that you can't shake, and you will be tempted to fake it until you make it. Damara, I don't appreciate you calling me out like this because <laughs> I'm, I'm bad about that. Mm-hmm. about faking it till I make it. Yeah, this is, uh, but, but you're, that's, a, that's a little different than the context <laughs> of this right here, but it is, I mean, it's, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. Um, I know people who feel chronically unwell and there's some, don't get me wrong, there are some stuff out there where people just feel chronically unwell because yeah. they have chronic illness, there's chronic illness. And there's some weird stuff going around right now anyways, but there is, a, I've seen people who are, have this chronic stress and uh, I, I've seen people just, They'd sit down to relax, mm-hmm. and because that chronic stress in them, they're just they fidgeting because they're looking for what they need to do because they're stressed out about everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's different from like if you have something that makes you naturally fidgety. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell the difference yeah, yeah. between I am a natural fidgeter and mm-hmm. I am so filled with stress that exactly. I can't sit still. Hey, I want to point this out. If you guys are listening to this um, and you're like, "Man, is this me? Is this me?" Go talk to a professional. Don't yeah. Don't self-diagnose yeah, yourself. No, that's not what this is for. <laughs> but go talk to a professional. All right, what's stage four, babe? Stage four is actual burnout. And at this stage, you are physically and emotionally spent. Mm. There is nothing left. Typically, this looks like insomnia, exhaustion, headaches, uh, the physiological symptoms like apathy, irritability, and depression. Mm. Um, that that can definitely happen. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if I've necessarily had this one happen. I've not hit this yet. I, I feel like I've been close to burn to brown out, but I have not had this one. And hopefully I don't, but like, this is just, and again, these are just symptoms. Your signs of things yeah, are taking place. Something's happened. And when you hit this, I, I've known one or two people who have hit this and it, that the whole thing about depression, irritability, mm-hmm. like that's real. Yeah. You know, and we can't, you can't, some people try to dismiss that kind of stuff. You can't. You can't, man. Mental health is so important. It really is. When you hit that stage, it's, it, you need help. You're beyond help almost. Well, and some of this is like you can have depression but not be burnt out. Because mm-hmm. I've struggled with the depression in the past. And I had similar symptoms. But mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was burnt out. It was that I needed help mm-hmm. struggling with my own mental state. Right. And I, I got help. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> just just to be clear. <laughs> All right. What is uh, stage five? Habitual burnout? Habitual burnout. This involves superficial rest. It mm. look, It's a, like a waiting period for the old cycle, cycle to just start back up again. So basically you go, I'm burnt out. I'm going to rest. And then you start everything again. And yeah. you go through the stages again without actually breaking into the stages and going, something needs to change. Yeah. Uh, Damara gave us some, a really great note that I want to point out here. Throughout each stage, you will find yourself becoming more negative in speech towards mm. others and yourself. So you start dogging yourself. You start talking mm-hmm. bad about people, whatever. Behaviors will slowly become different 
and odd because the body itself is becoming trained to maintain, but physically exhausted. You know, I don't think enough people talk about the fact that physical, your your physical ability to do things Mm -hmm. sometimes is very much linked to your mental state. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I have friends who talk about the fact that they just can't get off the couch. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's because their mental state is so bad. Physically, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But their mental state, they're, they've had an issue where mm-hmm. they just can't yeah, move. Absolutely. The, there is a lot of, there is a, a, a bondage that takes place in a person's life yeah. um, when they're under certain things. And there is a spiritual aspect of it. Absolutely. And there's a mental aspect of it. And um, yes, the prayer does a lot of things that change people's lives. But there's also some mental stuff you got to work through sometimes. I I know people that have put themselves in wheelchairs mm-hmm. because their mental state is just so degraded. And there's a pairing of mental and spiritual and physical that takes place. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily matter which one Starts. happened first. It's, a, it's a, another cycle. And you have got to handle healing on all fronts. Yeah. Uh, there is a very much a physical thing you mm-hmm. know, get up exercise take care of yourself eat better yeah do stuff like that drink some oj in the morning i'm working on it and <laughs> <laughs> but then there's the spiritual side of things yeah, yeah. You, you need to be in communion with god you need to be praying you need yeah. to be worshiping actual worship yeah actual praying actual reading the word of god and asking it and, and and seeing about it changing actual communication and fellowship with other individuals mm-hmm. but then there's the mental side of things yeah it's talking to a counselor Doing what you need to to avoid those stages that we saw right there. Well, and also if you know that there's something that will trigger that in you, mm-hmm. if you know that, then avoiding that. Absolutely. Like if there's something that you know that will get you spiritually, mm-hmm. people are great about going, well, that just affects my spirit. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that thing. Mm-hmm. But they don't think about the fact that sometimes there's a physical response. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's something happening in your environment Mm -hmm. that has made you physically react. Yeah. And then that in turn triggers off the emotional and the spiritual. And it's just this cycle that happens. I I need to get achieve this. I need to achieve that. I need to achieve this. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where the scripture comes in place of, you know, what good is it to gain the whole world, but But lose your soul. soul. Yeah. And that, that word soul, there's so much wrapped up to it. It's not just like a spirit man. There's a mental aspect. Of it. There's a physical thing. We have to maintain those things appropriately so we can avoid the burnout. Mm-hmm. With with physical burnout will come spiritual burnout. Yeah. So, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about keys to maintain your job and mental health. Uh, these are kind of the various, uh, suggestions to you if you're going through some stuff and maybe to maybe reverse some of these stages of burnout outside of go see a counselor. <laughs> Although I think that is on the list. It may be. All right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, see you after the break. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy, or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. In a world where live-action movies reign supreme, two awesome dudes are keeping things animated. If you want to hear a couple of animation nerds gush about the movies they love, then hop, run, or fly on over to The Cellcast. 
available on most podcast platforms. Hey, welcome back to Calm Talk. Glad you guys could be with us. Uh, encourage you guys to check out those people we talked about in our, our little break. If you're coming in randomly halfway through this podcast, we've been talking about burnout, avoiding burnout. Uh, this is kind of inspired in light of what uh, we saw on YouTube recently, where yeah. a lot of major creators have um, had to back out for mm-hmm. their for their family, for their own self. And again, this is not we're talking in the context as creators, yeah. But this can be anybody, whatever job you have, um, whether it's job, even in school situations, stuff like that. Just life burnout happens, and and there's some. <laughs> key things you need to do. And, and I want to make sure this is understood. I feel like we've made it pretty clear. Um, we are very much advocates of the spiritual side of things, yeah. prayer, um, worship, stuff like that, being in touch with, with God. But at the same time, we're also big advocates of the mental side of things. Yeah. Go see a counselor. Again, This all the, the tips we're coming that we're reading from our phones, this comes from a licensed professional counselor who has years of training is actively working in the spaces and does some amazing work here locally in our area. Yeah. And so uh, we're not just throwing out colloquialisms. Yeah. Be your best. <laughs> Do good. Right. <laughs> All right. So these are keys to maintain your job and mental health. Number one, daily self-care is needed. This includes sleep, eating habits, at least 30 minutes of an hour of downtime a day and exercise. That one's kind of hard. Like, because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when you get super busy, all you want to do is go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You don't want to eat. You mm-hmm. don't want to spend 30 minutes of downtime because mm-hmm. as soon as you sit down, you're, you're just ready to go to bed. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it, <laughs> these are, and these are like super basic things too that yeah. like the people don't even think about sometimes. Like, Making sure you're eating okay, yeah. you know, um, at least 30 minutes an, uh, to an hour of downtime. This is like, and I've heard people talk about like, this is like actual decompression. Like, yeah. It's not just like, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the, go hang out with the guys and do something. Like, this is get alone for a second. Mm-hmm. Relax, decompress. Um, exercise, that's one of those things I'd struggle with for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, but it can be something as simple as just getting up and walking. Mm-hmm. So like you and I, we sit a lot for our jobs. Yeah. And so for us, just getting up and walking around and yeah. cooking a meal because we're moving and we're doing things can be a form of some exercise. Absolutely. That's just my opinion. I'm not a medical professional anymore. Yeah. Don't take that opinion for, for fact. Exactly. But in my opinion. No, for me, like, so for downtime for me, it'd be like hanging out, playing video games for a bit, relaxing, reading some manga. What's, what's about you? What's a, what's a downtime thing for you? Reading. Reading. Because I can disconnect my brain. Yeah. Also, if I'm in the story of a really good game, mm-hmm. I can I can just zone out. Yeah. Um, I have a few shows that are my my comfort shows mm-hmm. um, that I go to. So when when bad things happen, <laughs> um, Dallas knows something's wrong if he comes home and Hanakimi's on the on the screen. Yes. He's like, What happened? Are exactly. you okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. And this is a big one. Maintain balance. Your job isn't your whole life. When you cause your world to mold to your job, you build stress and get closer to burnout. This is, man, this is so good. Yeah. Your 
job isn't your whole life. Now, this is difficult for folks because we're like, I, I got to pay the bills. I yeah. have to eat food. And then you got people like me. We're like, ministry is my job. Ministry is my life. It's just a natural thing. Well, what mm-hmm. we do, we do that. Especially when you're in a situation where your job is so closely tied to your personality, to mm-hmm. your giftings, to your calling. Yeah. It's hard to differentiate. Right. You have got to take that personal time for yourself. The step one that Jamar mm-hmm. gave us. Uh, I really like this phrase. When you cause your world to mold to your job, yeah, you build stress. And, and again, I've been there. We all have. Uh, I'm thankful that, uh, especially in the last several years, our lead pastor has been like, hey, go do something else. Relax, you know? <laughs> Get out of the office. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be so, com- don't be, you know, like he. we don't do as many Saturday things as a mm-hmm. staff as we used to do because he understands that's built around it. And yeah. you guys need to, when you don't base your life around your job too much. Like you got to, obviously you yeah. got to pay bills. Don't be one of these idiots who are like, I'm going to quiet quit. I know my value. Look, know your value, but be a decent employee. Yeah. But you know, have some appropriate boundaries for you. All right. Number three, talk to a therapist. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I told you it was on the it list. Is, sometimes we don't see what, fully going on around us uh you a therapist can help you navigate what is going on around you and help you communicate your needs i feel like that this one is one that people will be like well i talk to my sister or i talk to my friend unless your friend or sister is a therapist and legally they're not necessarily supposed to give you proper advice um that they don't count because they're not They're too close. They're too close to the situation. Yeah. A therapist is someone who is not in your situation and their only stake in the game is Mm -hmm. you being healthy. Exactly. And and what the mayor's talking about here is a a licensed professional counselor, an actual therapist. You can go to your pastor and and have some ministry time with them. Uh, At at our church, the healing place, uh, as a staff, we're very big about saying, we're not, don't call me, ask for a counseling session. No. I'm not a counselor. I cannot legally counsel you. Nope. I can do ministry with you. I can walk you through some fundamentals of of Christianity, of faith, of spirituality. I can pray with you. You know, I, I do believe there are certain spiritual things that we can pray for and pray Absolutely. out of you. Absolutely. And stuff like that. Don't don't twist that though. Uh, yeah. but there are things you need to see a counselor about. Yeah. And I will be the first to like, look, you need some help. <laughs> You're definitely got some bipolar stuff going on. You need to see a, a medical professional. Yeah. Um, and so that's what she's talking about, about seeing an mm-hmm. actual counselor. You did that, and that was great yeah, for you. it was. And my counselor was somebody that I had met before. Not, mm-hmm. not I hadn't known her well, but I had I had met her, but she was someone Demara recommended. Mm-hmm. And because I trust Demara, mm-hmm. and Demara went, she can help you. Yeah. I was able to go in with an attitude of Demara trusts this person, so I'm yeah. going to trust this person. Yeah, and and there's some people like, oh, the counselors are all just. Dem-. There are Christian there counselors. Are, there are not. And now I want to say that counselors who are Christians, not Christian counselors, are different. God bless these programs that have the train that sometimes though, I'm just putting this out there, some of those Christian counseling services don't have actual licensed counselors. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying that they don't do a great job. But if you want professional help, make sure it's a licensed professional counselor. Yeah. But there are many who are believers. The ones you saw as a believer. Yeah. My sister is a born-again believer. I, she she prays. She's in the Word. She will tell you straight. She will point you to Jesus. Yep. But she, 
you know, she's a professional. She is. All right. Um, so cool. All right. This is another big one. Manage your priorities. Mm. Know what is actually important in your life. I have friends that will instantly, uh, will, will, uh, things are not tied correctly. Friends that will <laughs> instantly say no to a job if it asks them to work on a Sunday. Yep. Uh, I was just talking to some guys the other day about this very topic. There were some guys that were looking to start their own show. Mm. And um, one guy we were talking about, he's like, what, what is some, something you wish you had known before you started? I was like, I wish I had been a little more intentional about creating boundaries mm-hmm. uh, with geek devotions yeah. in our personal life. And um, I said, sit down with your wife. If you're married, if you're not married, sit down and map out your week, map out your, your mm-hmm. what's important to you. Like, what are your priorities? Personal self needs to be a priority. Mm-hmm. Your spouse needs to be a priority. Your yeah. kids need priority. And figure out what that really means and map that out. Mm-hmm. And then move on from there. Yeah. And then you can figure out where you can fit things in mm-hmm. around priorities. Like you and I do our very best to at least have one night a week mm-hmm. where we're not doing anything geek devotions related. Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything ministry related. Right. With the church, we're not doing if we can help it we're not doing anything where we're helping somebody (laughs) um obviously sometimes you have to be flexible with that and you know things happen you have to go help someone move you have to to help someone decompress right like things happen but we have that protected time of at least once a week Mm -hmm. we go we're going to watch a movie. Yeah. We're going to play video games. We're going to sit on the couch and not look at each other, but we're together <laughs> right. and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're just going to be together. And yeah. So manage your priorities appropriately. All right, last one. Keep your family in the loop if you begin to struggle with stress. Accountability is key to overcoming stress and burnout. And I'm going to say heck to the yes. Yeah. That is so key is communicating with each other. Going, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel good. Not, your family can like if they're close, they can read you. They go, okay, cool. But I can't tell you other people I've talked to who they found themselves in a bad place and everyone's like, why didn't you just say something? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me you're going through this? Yeah. I would have been happy to to help to maybe take some off your off your boat like you did for me back during during yeah. the the COVID stuff. It was you took stuff off the off the thing tray for me so I could focus on what needed to be done, which was the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you learned some new skills, you learned some new stuff. Uh, I think you got a little more appreciation for, for my side of things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always appreciated it, but I, know, I definitely appreciated <laughs> some of the frustrations. So, but, um, we had to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, you did that with me, you know, a couple of years ago where you were dealing with some depression stuff Yeah. and you're like, I just don't, and I was like, let's fix it. And like, <laughs> what do you need me to do? Like, and sometimes, sometimes the question, what do you need me to do is intimidating it if you be. are in that situation. Cause you're like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So if you, if you are the, on the other end of this and you see someone who is potentially in burnout, maybe just try to take some of their stuff. Like you didn't have to, I just hit that. You didn't have to ask me to take over some stuff. Mm-hmm. I took the initiative. Yeah. Because you were still trying to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I can do it all. And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> Need you to stop. <laughs> I would like to spend some time with you when I get a chance. Please stop. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, it was Friday. <laughs> no, there wasn't Friday. <laughs> so, um, but 
sometimes it's hard to vocalize and yeah. sometimes it's okay to go. I don't know what I need mm-hmm. other than I need help. Yeah. Because you don't have to have the answers. Yeah. That can be intimidating in and of itself. You don't have to have the answers of how to fix things. You just have to have someone who knows what's going on and will hold you accountable. Yeah. And make it someone who you can trust. Make it someone who's actually going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Oh, <laughs> so good. Cause like you will tell me what I want to hear sometimes, but you always make sure to tell me what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. Damara always tells me what I need to hear. She will. She has no qualms. No. She she will say it nicely. Yes. And in a way that. <laughs> Thank you for saying it that way. She'll say it nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not a jerk about it. Don't, don't, don't walk up to somebody who's struggling and just be a flat out bum to them <laughs> and just like, you know. That doesn't help. They're hurting already. No, yeah. yes. Sometimes you got to be a little forceful and be like, look, I'm taking care of this. Yeah. Well, and, and Damara has done that before. Mm-hmm where there were situations where either you or I, and she was like, I can handle this. Right. We're like, okay, cool. You've got this. Let me let you handle this. <laughs> right. And we have people on our, we've, we've structured some stuff. We have people yeah, on yeah. our team who can do something. Now, there are some things, keep in mind, you will only be able to do. And in those situations, you need to be okay not being able to do them for a while. Yeah. Uh, there are certain things with geek devotions that only I can do. Yeah. For, for very specific reasons. Yeah. And and it's okay. Um, and I will get to them. <laughs> it, it'll happen. So one of the, when I was going through counseling, one of the things that really struck me, and it was such a dumb thing it felt like to be like thinking about this for weeks afterwards. <laughs> but it was a, is it the end of the world if the laundry doesn't get folded? Mm. And so my first response to her was, yes. Yes, it is. And she goes, Celeste, no, no, it's not. It's like, okay, maybe it's not, but it feels like it. Right. So that that's, if it's something that only you can do, yeah. you have to ask, is it the end of the world if it doesn't happen right now? Right. And the answer is usually no. Yeah. Now, if it just never happens, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> don't use this as an excuse to, well, they said at Geek Devotions, I don't ever have to do this ever again. No, we no, didn't. We did not say we that. We did not say that. That was a liar. <laughs> Do not put words in my mouth. I rebuke you. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's kind of the conversation we wanted to have. Yeah. Um, not a big, long conversation. I hope it wasn't long. I'm not sure. I've not seen the timer, but. We're, we've just been talking. We don't know. Anything you want to add on to this list? Um, get help. Yeah. <laughs> like, not not to be rude with it, but just. Get help. If you think you're struggling. That help. Yeah. There's no shame in it. And if anybody shames you for it, let me know. We'll punch them. We're not going to do physical violence, but we, we're scary looking. But I might, <laughs> depending on who they are. Yeah. But there is no shame in getting help. No. Period. None. There's no shame in going, I'm struggling. Yeah. I can't handle this anymore. We, we start Geek Devotions off. Each a show from Devoted Geeks are devoted to let you know you're loved. If you don't watch past this moment, know this. We love you. care about you. There is a plan and purpose for your life. We say that because there are some people who they're so stressed out. They're like, there's no point to life. There's nothing else I can do. I was talking with a gentleman, a grown man, almost twice my age, who was struggling. He's like, what's the point? What's the point of me doing that? I work. I come home. I work. I come home. 
and I'm always behind. And I had to walk them through. I was like, but you got kids. Yeah. You have a family. You are imparting into your kids things that need to be imparted. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're operating in certain things that you've never operated before. And it's because this guy's giving you opportunity. Yeah, there's stuff. We live in a fallen world. We have taxes. We have bills. And, you know, we're not going to get into social, economic, political stuff. No. Nope. Crap happens. Yep. But if you are only focused on seeing how rough things are, but instead of not focusing on the blessings that are in front of you and the things mm-hmm. that are given to you and the opportunities that are given to you, all you will ever see are those things. Yeah. And then you just fall further into depression. Stop it. Focus <laughs> on what good things are. I would also say be cautious who you let in. Oh, girl. Because some people are not going to help. Some people are drowning themselves. And they can't help you not drown Mm -hmm. if they're already in the mouth of a shark. Yep. Like it just, you have to be, you obviously want your family to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But if you know your family is struggling, find somebody else outside of the situation. Mm -hmm. To help you, like a therapist yeah. or a pastor, exactly to to be the person to go. I don't know what I need, and and find somebody who can, we're keep going with this, <laughs> but find somebody <laughs> who's mature enough to handle. We talked about this yeah. couple weeks on Geek Devotions. Yeah, there are some people that you should that you bring into your whole life, and you're like, this is what I'm going through, and they can't handle it. No, they're not mature enough to handle it. They're not spiritually and mentally able to handle it, and they carry the burdens for you, and they they become offended for you, or Worse yet, they thrive on your issues. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, well, I am the only person that can help you. If somebody says that they are the only person that can help you, run. Mm-hmm. Or if they make it all about them. <sighs> so, yeah. all right, we're going to end the show before we just go. <laughs> because we're just going to keep talking. Uh, so, um, hey, thanks for listening to Calm Talk today. Check out our stuff, geekdevotions.com, for our website, uh, where you find devotions and articles and all kinds of stuff, other podcasts that we do. Um, and know this, we love you guys. Yeah. That's why we did this because like we're we're risking an ice storm right now <laughs> because this was important. Yeah. This is a serious conversation that needs to go out. And we wanted to make sure that you could see our faces. Yeah. So that you knew what we meant. You can judge our sincerity. Yeah. This is a thank you for pointing that out. That's yeah. we were literally trying to figure out how to make this happen. But thank you to our our home church, the healing place. Uh, we love you. Because they, this is the the studio. I'm also test testing out a new way of doing stuff in the studio, so that's part of I it. I mean, it helps. But we wanted you to see our faces to understand. We genuinely care about you guys. Yeah, you're important to us, and um, this is a real conversation. If you're struggling, find help. If you are dealing with depression, anxiety, you're burnt out. Talk to somebody. Get the help you need. You're it. You are important. Yeah. You may not feel like it, but you are. All right. Well, Celeste, um, on that somber low note, <laughs> land the plane for us. <laughs> for those of you listening only, she just flapped her wings. <laughs> flapped my arms. Flapped I don't have wings. Make, you made wings. You went. Doo-doo. I'm landing. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make it. <laughs> Let me slow down a little bit. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to rate and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, 
State. Oh, that's yours. Stay devoted. Peace and love. 